A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Christianizing the American dream. I said that you, uh, that, that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. And Jesus like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. Then very few times I've ever heard God be this articulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, Episode 74. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. Excuse me. So, the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week segment of the Master's Dog Podcast. Let's just be as repetitive as possible, right? The False Teacher of the Week segment came out of the old introduction video that I used to have on this podcast, which was two and a half minutes of a montage of false teachers set to a really cool song called No Compromise by Result, used by permission. Thank you, Result. And someone came to me and said, you know what? I don't know who all these people are. Some of these people I thought were okay. Could you break it down so we know why these people are all false teachers? And so I started with Stephen Furtick, which was the person that she specifically asked me about. And then I systematically went through that introduction video and talked about every teacher in there. Today's episode is a guy that I thought I had done. I thought he was in that montage, but apparently he wasn't. So since then, I finished that first 40 episodes of people from that first montage, shortened the video down so you don't have to endure two minutes of, of false teachers at the beginning of the episode it's about a minute and a half made the video a little bit more versatile i can put clips in take clips out pretty quickly um and it's a beat that i made on my phone so there's no copyright infringement even though result gave me permission nothing was in writing it was a verbal yeah sure you can use it kind of thing so all that to be said that's a little history on the podcast uh we are continuing to grow So, and I owe that all to you guys who are watching all the time, commenting, liking, sharing, you do all that stuff, makes the algorithm send it out to more and more people who might be interested in these videos. So I appreciate you who have already done that. If you haven't, subscribe, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button, get all the content that I release here on the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, which there's going to be a bunch of stuff today. I think I'm recording five videos today and probably release them over the next Probably most of them today, maybe one or two tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm doing a lot of recording, trying to play catch up. Again, I work a graveyard shift, and it's kind of weird trying to, to find time to, to do these videos. Uh, I'm used to be able to just do them on a regular schedule. Now I'm just kind of hit and miss. So uh, a couple that are regularly scheduled, like today's episode, every Saturday, you're going to get an episode sometime during the day. Uh, I try to get them out first thing in the morning, but again, life happens. So every Saturday, you're going to get a false teacher of the week. 
every second and fourth Wednesday, you're going to get a fifth seal episode about the persecuted church. Then anything else can come whenever. So uh, keep your eyes open. Hit the notification button. That way you'll know when things are released. So whew, all that to uh, to get to today's teacher. So again, I'm amazed that I haven't done a video yet on Rick Warren. So today's false teacher, episode 74, false teacher of the week, Rick Warren uh, of Saddleback Church. Uh, and this is one of those guys that everyone goes, Norm, I thought Rick was okay. I mean, all the books that he's written and stuff like that. Rick has written a ton of books, um, huge church. I don't know how many members, uh, Saddleback has, but it's somewhere, somewhere north of 20,000 people attend Saddleback or a satellite or some, some way, shape or form call Saddleback Church in uh, California, wherever, whatever part of California it's in, I don't know, um, their home. And Rick Warren, their, pat, well, he's since resigned. I don't know if they've actually hired a replacement for him. Uh, I want to say it was middle of last year, like June, July, somewhere of 2021, that Rick Warren announced he was retiring. Um, I mean, he started the church 42 years ago. Guy doesn't look that old. Honestly, he, he looks really good for his age, but started the church a long time ago and uh, retired sometime last year. I don't know who uh, pastor Saddleback now, but um, I don't know. I guess I could go to their website and find out. But what I like to do on some of these is I, I want to let you know what they say about themselves from their own website. And then we'll talk about issues and, and things that would make this man a false teacher. And again... I also want to make sure that there's a, that my lighting is really bad. Um, I apologize. Let me see if I can just kind of, there we go. We'll bring that down. Sorry. Uh, looking at yourself in the monitor is a bad thing. So where was I? Um, differentiating between false teachers, uh, heretics, and so on. So you can be a false teacher. And not necessarily be heretical, right? There, I mean, just really bad teachings, but but nothing that is like outright uh, a violation of like the person and nature of God. You can have that. I Rick Warren rides right along that line, and I'm going to put him in the the heretical um, category. We'll get there, and we'll talk about why that is and what makes him a heretic. But he rides a very fine line. Between just a just a really bad teacher that you should probably ignore and a heretic that you should absolutely avoid at all costs. So um, some of the issues that, that go on with, with Rick Warren. Um, let me back up. This is from PastorRick.com. And well, I, again, one of the things I can, I can positively say about Rick Warren is... Dude is, is, I want to say, publicly very humble. Um, honestly, I don't know what he is like behind closed doors, but um, I read an, an article by Tim Challies talking about him. And Tim Challies, uh, one of the, the charges that he, he kind of brings against Rick Warren is pride. As I look at the things that he does in, in public and so on, he, he 
puts at least he puts on a very good facade of being very humble. He's got the shortest bio on any website of any false teacher I've ever read. Um, this is what he says about Rick Warren. Rick Warren is an innovative pastor, renowned author, and global influencer. Okay, well, maybe a little prideful there. Uh, the various ministries Pastor Rick has created are multifaceted. Are a multifaceted expression of his heart to bring the whole gospel to the whole world. And again, question on on whether or not we recognize the whole gospel in what he preaches. So again, uh, organizations that he is responsible for saddleback church pastors.com um which it describes here has been the ultimate destination for pastors and church leaders to be trained equipped encouraged and resourced for ministry for over 30 years okay um he is the purpose driven network which again the books that he's written and daily hope a radio broadcast ministry of podcasting basically um Author of at least three books. I think he's done more, but the ones they list. Um, the Purpose Driven Life. Uh, many have read that. Many have gone through the uh, 40 Days of Purpose. Excuse me. Uh, plan. My wife and I, years ago, um, did the 40 Days of Purpose with another church where we were located in Colorado. And I think we got to like day... 35 before I just I pulled the ejector seat and said I'm out I can't I can't do this anymore um, just different things and and you know my wife was really mad at me you just don't like any I'm like the stuff that is in this book is not great it's I mean it's it's it just not good so he did the purpose-driven church which I think I have a copy of somewhere around here read it once or twice and the Daniel plan which was 40 days to a healthier life, the, the whole Daniel fast thing, which was a huge thing years ago, uh, which is kind of ridiculous because um, it's actually not a healthy diet. And that was why Daniel and, and the, the Israelite boys did that, was to show that their God was going to sustain them, even though they re- did not eat the, the meats and the things that the, the Babylonians expected them to eat or the persians or um whatever exile daniel was in um so again it's not a a healthy diet so you know just interesting stuff there uh global influencer rick claims to be you know so that's that's his own description of himself from his own website i mean obviously other people probably manage that but I'm sure he had the input on what, how to de- describe himself. So, uh, years ago, tragedy struck the Warren family um, in the suicide of their son. Um, and again, that doesn't uh, bear any weight towards his, you know, whether or not he is a good or a bad teacher. Um, it's just, you know, tragedy struck. So, why did I mention it? I don't know, because it... It happened, and it's a real thing. And you know, again, we can we can have uh, empathy, sympathy, uh, mourn with those who mourn, even though we don't fall into the same theological camps. So, um, one of the most famous uh, situations that he ever put himself in was the uh, the debates that he hosted there. Not really debates, but kind of 
question and answer sessions between McCain and Obama at Saddleback Church. I believe it was McCain or maybe it was Romney. I don't remember which one was running against Obama at the time. But um, he did this and this is where the famous uh, quote from Obama came when he asked him about uh, abortion. And he said, that's above my pay grade. And it's like, dude, you're running for the top office in the country. Literally nothing comes above that pay grade. You should have an answer for that, right? And and Rick should have pushed him on that. That was my, my thing. He should have pushed him to, to get a better answer than that's above my pay grade. But he kind of let him go. So, um, but here, here, let's get into what makes Rick Warren a false teacher. What is it about this man that makes him a someone that we should avoid. So there's a few things. Um, one, and and there's a controversy over this, but the the one of the first things that I hit on with him, having been a former Muslim, having been a, a Muslim in my past, uh, claiming to be a Muslim. I mean, a lot of my religious past is just really. Uh, claiming a name and kind of going through the motions i did i you know i attended a mosque a few times i did the daily prayers but again it was not like i was actively uh a member of a mosque or or something like that i wasn't not the same way that my religious uh convictions are now right a lot of my religious convictions in the past were were mainly for shock value, claiming to be a Wiccan, so on and so forth. Um, but having been and read the Quran and studied Islam and with a, a more than a layman's knowledge of what Islam is, Rick Warren years ago, I want to say around two thousand six, two thousand seven, was initially he was accused of creating Chrislam, which was. He denies, 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 but supposedly this this combination of of Christianity and Islam. What he did do is he he opened the doors to conversations with Muslims. Okay, what is there anything wrong with that? No, James White does that. James White does. He'll go to mosques. He will debate. He will do all that stuff. There's no problem with having conversation between Muslims and Christians to have those debates and talk those things out. But Rick Warren's big problem was he would not say that the Jesus of Islam is different than the Jesus of Christianity. He would not say that the God Allah of Islam is different than the God Yahweh, Jehovah, Elohim, whatever, whatever terminology, El Shaddai, you know, El Roy, El, Jehovah Rofi, you know, you, we have hundreds of names that we can use and attribute to God, but none of them are Allah. As I mean, Allah is just the Arabic word for God. So Christians, as they pray in Arabic, would say Allah. But the Muslim God, Allah, is not the one true God, is not the God of Israel, is not the God of Christianity, is not the God of the Bible. He is the God of the Quran, the God of the Hadith, uh, the God of Muhammad's imagination. But Rick Warren would not make that statement. Again, James White, who interacts often with, with Muslims, absolutely foundational makes that distinction. Your God and my God are not the same God. Your Christ and my Christ are not the same Christ. We need to make that 
a firm foundation, then we put our conversations on top of it. It's the same issue with Dallas Jenkins and, and the Mormons. You know, we have to foundationally understand that they have a different God, a different gospel, a different Christ than we do. And there's our foundation. We can debate on top of that. But if that foundation isn't there, then it, it's a lost conversation. Also, and there's a great article on karm.org, if you go look for it, on Rick Warren's comments about Roman Catholicism. And again, so what I would say makes Rick Warren a false teacher is the ecumenism that he engages in. He's, he's not willing to say... These people are not Christian. These people do not worship the same God. We are just, we're, we're a big tent. We're going to let everybody in, right? Uh, there's a problem there because Jesus makes it clear. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me, right? And it, you have to, it has to be the right Jesus. You can't, and, and again, oh, well, there's only one Jesus. No, Jesus said there will be false Christs. Jesus predicted that Muslims would come along and, and tell you about this man Esau, who somewhat resembles Jesus, but is not the same, is a false Christ, it was not crucified, came down on the cross, apparently made uh, Judas look like him, and, and Judas was the one that was actually crucified. Jesus predicted that these false Christs would come, that the false Christ of Mormonism would, would, would come. That the false Christ of Jehovah's Witness would, would be presented to the world. So, absolutely, there are false Christs that are out there. Rick Warren is not willing to differentiate between those. That's what makes him a heretic. That is an essential doctrine of the Christian faith. That is an essential issue that we cannot find fellowship with someone else if we do not agree on that basis. You know, there are tons of secondary issues where I can still fellowship with you. I mean, I'm going to do a podcast later today talking about Doug Wilson and the fact that there's a lot of stuff that I don't agree with him on, but I'm not willing to call him a false teacher. And we'll talk about that later. But again, secondary issues we can disagree upon. I'm not a pedo baptist I don't believe in baptizing babies, pedo communion any of that stuff. That's a secondary issue. The person and nature of Christ, the person and nature of God, the, the, the nature and theology of man, sinfulness, the total depravity, right? Those are issues that are foundational that we have to have. Rick Warren fails in that, in that uh, category. He fails to maintain the concrete foundation of who God is, who Christ is, and he's willing to blur the lines along with these false religions like Catholicism and uh, Islam. And of course, Catholicism is not necessarily the, the person in the nature of God, but like the person in the nature of Mary, the, uh, the nature of our salvation. Are we saved by works? Which is what uh, ca Catholics would say. You know? And so again, these things undermining the, the core issues of what Orthodox Christianity is, is where Rick Warren falls short. And what makes him a false teacher and what puts him in that category for this week is a false teacher of the week. So um, hopefully you guys found that helpful. Again, 
comments. I'm more than happy to deal with your to take your comments. Deal with your comments. They're not all bad. I've had a lot of really good comments lately, and a lot of good suggestions. That's the other thing. Please, if you if you have any suggestions of false teachers that I can. Uh, do some research on. I've got a couple of them that are on my list that I'm still trying to get all the research down, video clips, stuff like that, so I can present them to you. Please let me know. Put put those in the comments, or you can hit me up over at the Master's Dog on Twitter, Norm Dunham on Facebook, any of those places you want to send me a message and say, hey, look into this false teacher. That's kind of why I'm going to do a, a Doug Wilson thing later. I've had a lot of people go, hey, Doug Wilson's a false teacher. I'm going to tell you why I don't believe that later on today. So that'll come later on. So leave those comments again. If you haven't uh, already done it, subscribe, hit the notification bell, uh, get all the stuff that is released here. But most importantly, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. <laughs>